Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about what we should do when God interrupts our life. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how you should react when God interrupts your life. You know, that old proverb goes, man plans, God laughs, right? And I may think, I know where I'm going, but God, he must be shaking his head over my arrogance. And that's exactly what James says this mindset is. It's arrogance. He writes, come now, you who say today or tomorrow will go to such and such city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Now, there's nothing wrong with making plans, but it is just boasting if we think that God can't and won't interrupt them. You know, sometimes our lives are interrupted in some big flashy way. We had a vision of our life and God led us in an entirely different direction. That can happen with our families. That can happen in our work, with our passions. And I think about Paul and the way that God so dramatically interrupted his life. Paul thought he knew where he was going and why he was going to Damascus. But Jesus said, no, I've got a better plan. And in a different way, those kinds of interruptions happen to us too. You know, we thought we were going somewhere in our life, but we hit a brick wall. We had to start walking in a different direction. And we're able to get through those times, despite the, the doubt that often comes with them, because we have so many assurances in Scripture that God has a plan to work our lives together for good. We may never understand that good fully in our lifetime, but we understand and we rely on the promises of God. But sometimes God interrupts us in more subtle ways. It's not always you know, a life-changing event. You know, Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan. A man's on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho. And he fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing. They wounded him and they departed, leaving him half dead. And now by chance, a certain priest came down that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side in Luke 10.30. So, two men of God had a plan. It wasn't some grand plan for their life. It was just a plan for their debt. They wanted to go from Jerusalem to Jericho. They're walking along the road, and here comes this interruption. A man, we don't know who he is really, but he's stranded. He needs help. But that takes a lot of time. He's really hurt. Jesus says he's half dead already. And the priest and the Levite, they have places to be. They have a plan and they don't need any interruptions. Zero points on the board so far for the religious people. But then in verse 33, we read about a certain Samaritan. As he journeyed, he came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. And so he went to him and he bandaged his wounds. He poured on oil and wine and he set him on his own animal and he brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper and said to him, take care of him. And whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So 
Which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, he who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Three people walk by. They all have plans, but only one is willing to interrupt his day to do what God wanted him to do. Show mercy. And Jesus, he makes a point of telling us it's not the outwardly religious man who does this. He was the Samaritan, someone hated by the Jews. You can go through all the motions of religion, but if you're operating according to your plan, you're not serving God, you're serving yourself. God interrupted them and said, show mercy. But only the Samaritan was willing to say yes. But come on, Brandon, you say, you know, we understand the story of the Good Samaritan. We know we're supposed to, to help people, but we also need to prioritize our lives. We can't just go around interrupting our day all the time. That's true to a degree. And for instance, I assume I'm kind of like that priest walking on the road. I have certain duties in my day-to-day -day life that I can say directly serve God. I need to spend time studying his work. I need to write sermons. I need to be counseling people. I need to be studying with others. And it's easy to tie each and every one of those to my service to God. That means that it's important that I focus on it. It's important that I protect the time that I want to devote to it. But it's not any different for you. Ephesians 5 says that you should work for human masters just like you do for God. So when you're at work, that's for God too. God wants you to work hard to glorify him. So it's important that we make these things a priority because when we do them, we're serving God. And that means we need to make a plan for them to make sure they get done. You know, going back to James again, it wasn't wrong for those businessmen to make a business plan. And here in the parable of the Good Samaritan, it was not wrong for these men to want to go from Jerusalem to Jericho. Things went wrong when they wouldn't say, as long as the Lord is willing, when they wouldn't allow their plans to be interrupted by God. You know, every day I wake up, I have a to-do list of everything I need to get done. That's not a bad thing. If I didn't do that, I would neglect a lot. You know, in the early church, the apostles chose deacons so that there would be someone to plan that things got done. But we are just boasting if we refuse God the right to make some alterations. You know, yes, our plans, they should start with God. We should talk to him through prayer and we should read his word before we even consider what we're going to do. But after we put our plans in motion, we're not done consulting him. After we've chosen what we think God wants, we must be ready for the possibility that he's actually going to lead us in a different direction than we thought. In fact, we pray that he does that. Paul wrote to the Colossians, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. You know, Paul said, pray so that God will open a door so that he could serve God by sharing the gospel. You know, Paul didn't move forward with his own plans if God was leading him somewhere else, if there was a door open somewhere else. Now, you know, God doesn't lead us by putting arrows up in the clouds to tell us which direction to turn, but he does give us direction. He does give us these interruptions by giving us opportunities and his word. We need both of those. If you look back to uh, the Good Samaritan, we see this. God gave 
each of them an opportunity. And he clearly expected that opportunity to change their plans. A man was lying there. He needed help. But two men walked by that opportunity and went on their way. They should have known from the scriptures that they were to be merciful as God is merciful, but they ignored God's word. That's why we need both. Instead, it was the Samaritan who showed mercy. It was the Samaritan who was willing to interrupt his plans because he knew this was more important. And Jesus asked, so which of these three do you think was a neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, he who showed mercy on him. And then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Root yourself in God's word so you can know when he is giving you an opportunity to serve. And then when he does give you that opportunity, interrupt your plans. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I am so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.